In Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll created an epic female character. I've always loved her, and I admire that through her misadventures, she recognizes that very few things are really impossible. Hello, and welcome to Six Impossible Things. I am your host, Matt Collage, and I'd like to introduce you to my humble approach to understanding your creative potential. Every Tuesday, I will share with you thoughts, strategies, and a few anecdotes from my own experience as a creative. We will tread on the heels of Alice into a world of ingenuity and imagination. I hope you'll find inspiration to be creative in your own unique way. It will be a boost to your life in many different aspects, not only in art making. So there's always room at the table. Let's put the kettle on and get this party started. Hello and welcome. I hope you had a lovely week. We are making our way towards an unknown land, the land of imagination. We have stated a few of our intentions and we've, we've also overcome some initial obstacles like being impossible and yet believing we can succeed. Perhaps some self-sabotage, disappointments like empty orange marmalade jars, and we've tackled the monumental job of understanding and liking ourselves just a little bit better. We've covered a lot of ground already. Hopefully, we're still here and we want to continue towards our goal of being more creative and resourceful in life. Whatever your current situation looks like, that really is immaterial because ingenuity helps every facet of your life. But what is this place where we stand now? From my viewpoint, everything seems to be upside down. Maybe you cannot make heads or tails of anything yet because your surroundings are new and it gives you a little bit of anxiety. Anxiety is an old friend of mine, but perhaps you're meeting her for the first time. Who knows? If that's the case, Welcome to the Antipathies, the place where nothing makes sense and you might start to waver. You trip over all the little annoying things and stand in your way to a creative you. Those little pains in the you-know-what, the daily aggravations like tiny rocks in your shoe that make you want to quit the journey. There are so many things that take joy away, so many. I say, let's learn how we can navigate these annoying problems. What we need is inspiration. The antipathies are full of known and unknown adversaries. Some are very obvious and some are very stealth. Get to know them and you'll be able to avoid them for the most part. Let's talk about a few of them. Number one, smartphones. They keep coming up, don't they? Now that you thought that you had all the information at your fingertips, here I come telling you to put it away. Well, it's not just me, actually. 
there are many studies indicating that constant use of smartphones stifles creativity. Your brain is compelled to be creative when you are bored or in a pickle. Who here remembers MacGyver? The character became an SNL regular because of his uncanny ability to make narrow escapes by virtue of using a paper clip and some chewing gum. He was the epitome of ingenuity, and I think I just seriously dated myself. But anyways, in the absence of idle moments, the creative part of your brain switches off, and you're just a scrolling zombie passing the time with nothing to show for it. Obviously, I don't advocate for total destruction of smartphones. I'm only saying that they should be used practically and sporadically, like for making phone calls. What a concept. Number two, chores. Are dishes piling up? Welcome to my world. My vacuum cleaner and I are hardly acquainted, and I have appliances that I don't even know how to use, full disclosure. I'm not telling you to live surrounded by a complete mess, of course not, but I recommend coming to an understanding. If you're lucky to live alone, you know your comfort level when it comes to messiness. You know your sweet spot, and that's excellent. If you have other people living with you, well, reaching a compromise is important. Just ask yourself what you'd rather be doing with your free time. Having an impeccable house is not a must. A comfortable, reasonably clean house is great. And it might even lead you to higher productivity. But beyond a certain point, you're allowed to use some of your time pursuing your creative development. You can and you ought to. Number three is being unable to say no. No is a great word to use while you are in the antipathies. There are many things in the antipathies that seem utterly benign, but they will steal your time and your energy until you have no more available. No is a marvelous word. It sets boundaries. It safeguards your time and it helps you attain your goals. What a gem of a word, and I didn't know it for a long time. Use it wisely, but also freely, and don't ever feel guilty. You are avoiding burnout, and you are much more useful when you are not walking around with a frazzled, crispy brain. It's really great to master these three opponents, the first three we will encounter. They won't hijack your creative impulses anymore. Once you are comfortable doing these three things consistently, you won't let circumstances bully you into losing your way and you'll keep working on creating habits that make you peaceful and resourceful. So what can you do to encourage inspiration to reach us? What can we do? Is there something? Or should we just wait? Mm -mm. Never wait for inspiration to reach it. You need to seek it out. My best suggestion is that you play hard whenever you can. Collect beautiful rocks, 
draw seed pots and flowers with a simple set of color pencils, sketch the neighbor's house, write the funny bits of a conversation you had with a friend before you forget, take photos of interesting textures you see in your way to work. Any of these things work. If you want, lie down on a blanket outdoors and look at the sky. I used to look for animals in the clouds. Read, read, and then read some more. In one word, turn into a sponge. Maybe SpongeBob. I don't know. But be kind of like a kid. Take the time to see and everything will feel new again. The antipathies won't be such a scary place. In fact, the antipathies are a pretty cool place populated by creative people who are welcoming. Maybe, maybe a little weird by normal standards, but you should not hesitate to ask questions. I don't want to generalize, but I think most artists enjoy talking about art, about process, etc. I love questions from listeners, and when I used to do math talks, the whole thing ended up being a long Q&A session. I was getting so many inquiries that I realized that that was the way to go. I love questions. The brain of an artist tends to see the world differently, not better or worse, just differently. Most artists see in a way beyond what other people see. They notice things that other people miss. It's not a matter of visual acuity or IQ or, you know, intelligence for that matter. It's a distinct way of processing information in the brain. I used to tell my students to draw or paint what they saw, not what they thought because the exercise was about learning to see. It's a skill, and you can learn it too. A lot of what I do here is facilitating, preparing the ground for when you decide it's time to plant that seed. This is what Six Impossible thinks it's all about. So, don't be shy. Contact an artist that inspires you and ask away. If they're local, maybe you can visit their studio. Maybe you can hang out for a little bit. It won't be weird. Well, maybe a little bit in the beginning, but it will get better. Little by little, one person at a time, you are creating a network of support. You can also reach out to a local arts organization. They might have suggestions for you. And why not look up a local art teacher? They're in the trenches. And usually, they have tons of useful tips they can pass on to you. It's all about making connections, even if not all of them come to fruition. Meet me here next Tuesday for our next episode, when we will talk about how to take in advice, mm, and even criticism with grace. Unsolicited or not, it is an inherent part of being creative an inevitable part, in fact, and you might as well be prepared to take it all in stride. Get yourself ready by brewing a strong cup of tea. I will be here next Tuesday. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to Six Impossible Things. I hope you enjoyed it. Please join me again next week. Subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss any episodes. And visit madcollage.com for original artwork, exclusive prints, and monthly offers. For extra goodies, please visit my Redbubble store and select your favorite merchandise. You can also help make Six Impossible Things possible with a small contribution so that I can enjoy a lovely cup of tea while I write and edit this content. Have a peaceful and creative week. Take care.